Today's reading begins in Leviticus, chapter 27, starting in verse 14. When a man dedicates his house to be holy to the Lord, then the priest shall evaluate it, whether it is good or bad. As the priest evaluates it, so it shall stand. If he who dedicates it will redeem his house, then he shall add the fifth part of the money of your valuation to it, and it shall be his. If a man dedicates to the Lord part of the field of his possession, then your valuation shall be according to the seed for it. The sowing of a homer of barley will be valued at fifty shekels of silver. If he dedicates his field from the year of Jubilee, according to your valuation, it shall stand. But if he dedicates his field after the Jubilee, then the priest shall reckon to him the money according to the years that remain to the year of Jubilee, and an abatement shall be made from your valuation. If he who dedicated the field will indeed redeem it, then he shall add the fifth part of the money of your valuation to it, and it shall remain his. If he will not redeem the field, or if he has sold the field to another man, it shall not be redeemed any more. But the field, when it goes out in the jubilee, shall be holy to the Lord, as a devoted field. It shall be owned by the priests. If he dedicates a field to the Lord which he has bought, which is not of the field of his possession, then the priest shall reckon to him the worth of your valuation up to the year of jubilee, and he shall give your valuation on that day, as a holy thing to the Lord. In the year of Jubilee the field shall return to him from whom it was bought, even to him to whom the possession of the land belongs. All your valuation shall be according to the shekel of the sanctuary, twenty geras to the shekel. However, the firstborn amongst animals, which belongs to the Lord as a firstborn, no man may dedicate, whether an ox or a sheep. It is the Lord's. If it is an unclean animal, then he shall buy it back according to your valuation, and shall add to it the fifth part of it, or if it isn't redeemed, then it shall be sold according to your valuation. Notwithstanding, no devoted thing that a man devotes to the Lord of all that he has, whether of man or animal, or of the field of his possession, shall be sold or redeemed. Everything that is permanently devoted is most holy to the Lord. No one devoted to destruction, who shall be devoted from amongst men, shall be ransomed. He shall surely be put to death." All the tithe of the land, whether of the seed of the land or of the fruit of the trees, is the Lord's. It is holy to the Lord. If a man redeems anything of his tithe, he shall add a fifth part to it. All the tithe of the herds or the flocks, whatever passes under the rod, the tenth shall be holy to the Lord. He shall not examine whether it is good or bad, neither shall he exchange it. If he exchanges it at all, then both it and that for which it is exchanged shall be holy. It shall not be redeemed. These are the commandments which the Lord commanded Moses for the children of Israel on Mount Sinai. The Lord spoke to Moses in the wilderness of Sinai, in the tent of meeting, on the first day of the second month, in the second year after they had come out of the land of Egypt, saying, Take a census of all the congregation of the children of Israel, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, every male, one by one, from twenty years old and upward, all who are able to go out to war in Israel, you and Aaron shall count them by their divisions. With you there shall be a man of every tribe, each one head of his father's house. These are the names of the men who shall stand with you. Of Reuben, Elizur the son of Shadur. Of Simeon, Shelumiel, the son of Zerushaddai. Of Judah, Nashon, the son of Amminadab. Of Issachar, Nethanel, the son of Zur. 
of Zebulun, Eliab, the son of Heron, of the children of Joseph, of Ephraim, Elishama, the son of Amahud, of Manasseh, Gamaliel, the son of Pedajur, of Benjamin, Abidan, the son of Gideoni, of Dan, Ahizer, the son of Amishadai, of Asher, Pajiel, the son of Akran, of Gad, Eliasaph, the son of Deol, of Naphtali, Ahira, the son of Enan. These are those who were called of the congregation, the princes of the tribes of their fathers. They were the heads of the thousands of Israel. Moses and Aaron took these men who are mentioned by name. They assembled all the congregation together on the first day of the second month, and they declared their ancestry by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, from twenty years old and upward, one by one. As the Lord commanded Moses, so he counted them in the wilderness of Sinai. The children of Reuben, Israel's firstborn, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, one by one, every male from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Reuben, were forty-six thousand and five hundred. Of the children of Simeon, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, those who were counted of it, according to the number of the names, one by one, every male from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Simeon, were fifty-nine thousand and three hundred. Of the children of Gad, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Gad, were forty-five thousand and six hundred and fifty. Of the children of Judah, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Judah, were seventy-four thousand and six hundred. Of the children of Issachar, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Issachar, were fifty-four thousand and four hundred. Of the children of Zebulun, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Zebulun, were fifty-seven thousand and four hundred. Of the children of Joseph, of the children of Ephraim, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Ephraim, were forty thousand and five hundred. Of the children of Manasseh, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Manasseh, were thirty-two thousand and two hundred. Of the children of Benjamin, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Benjamin, were thirty-five thousand and four hundred. Of the children of Dan, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Dan, were sixty-two thousand and seven hundred. Of the children of Asher, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Asher, were forty-one thousand and five hundred. 
of the children of Naphtali, their generations, by their families, by their fathers' houses, according to the number of the names, from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war, those who were counted of them, of the tribe of Naphtali, were fifty-three thousand and four hundred. These are those who were counted, whom Moses and Aaron counted, and the twelve men who were princes of Israel, each one for his father's house. So all those who were counted of the children of Israel by their fathers' houses, from twenty years old and upward, all who were able to go out to war in Israel, all those who were counted were six hundred and three thousand and five hundred and fifty. But the Levites, after the tribe of their fathers, were not counted amongst them. For the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Only the tribe of Levi you shall not count, neither shall you take a census of them amongst the children of Israel, but appoint the Levites over the tabernacle of the testimony, and over all its furnishings, and over all that belongs to it. They shall carry the tabernacle and all its furnishings, and they shall take care of it, and shall encamp around it. When the tabernacle is to move, the Levites shall take it down, and when the tabernacle is to be set up, the Levites shall set it up. The stranger who comes near shall be put to death. The children of Israel shall pitch their tents, every man by his own camp, and every man by his own standard, according to their divisions. But the Levites shall encamp around the tabernacle of the testimony, that there may be no wrath on the congregation of the children of Israel. The Levites shall be responsible for the tabernacle of the testimony. Thus the children of Israel did. According to all that the Lord commanded Moses, so they did. The Gospel of Mark Chapter 11, beginning in verse 1. When they, that is, Jesus and his disciples, came near to Jerusalem, to Bethphage and Bethany, to the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, and said to them, Go your way into the village that is opposite you. Immediately as you enter into it, you will find a young donkey tied, on which no one has sat. Untie him and bring him. If anyone asks you, Why are you doing this? Say, The Lord needs him, and immediately he will send him back here. They went away and found a young donkey tied at the door outside in the open street, and they untied him. Some of those who stood there asked them, What are you doing, untying the young donkey? They said to them just as Jesus had said, and they let them go. They brought the young donkey to Jesus and threw their garments on it, and Jesus sat on it. Many spread their garments on the way, and others were cutting down branches from the trees and spreading them on the road. Those who went in front and those who followed cried out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Blessed is the kingdom of our father David that is coming in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! Jesus entered into the temple in Jerusalem. When he had looked around at everything, it being now evening, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. The next day, when they had come out from Bethany, he was hungry. Seeing a fig tree afar off having leaves, he came to see if perhaps he might find anything on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. Jesus told it, May no one ever eat fruit from you again, and his disciples heard it. They came to Jerusalem, and Jesus entered into the temple, and began to throw out those who sold and those who bought in the temple, and overthrew the money changers' tables, and the seats of those who sold the doves. He would not allow anyone to carry a container through the temple. He taught, saying to them, Isn't it written, My house will be called a house of prayer for all the nations, but you have made it a den of robbers? The chief priests and the scribes heard it, and sought how they might destroy him, for they feared him, because all the multitude was astonished at his teaching. When evening came, he went out of the city. As they passed by in the morning, they saw the fig tree withered away from the roots. Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. Jesus answered them, Have faith in God. 
For most certainly, I tell you, whoever may tell this mountain, be taken up and cast into the sea, and doesn't doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says is happening, he shall have whatever he says. Therefore I tell you, all things, whatever you pray and ask for, believe that you have received them, and you shall have them. Whenever you stand praying, forgive, if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father, who is in heaven, may also forgive you your transgressions. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father in heaven forgive your transgressions. Psalm 46, beginning in verse 1. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we won't be afraid, though the earth changes, though the mountains are shaken into the heart of the seas, though its waters roar and are troubled, though the mountains tremble with their swelling. There is a river, the streams of which make the city of God glad, the holy place of the tents of the Most High. God is within her. She shall not be moved. God will help her at dawn. The nations raged. The kingdoms were moved. He lifted his voice, and the earth melted. The Lord of armies is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, see the Lord's works, what desolations he has made in the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted amongst the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of armies is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 23. It is a fool's pleasure to do wickedness, but wisdom is a man of understanding's pleasure. 